And here we go, folks. Welcome to Inside Middle Tennessee on a nice, cool, crisp Friday morning. You know how you can tell when the humidity's bad? Is when you got a pair of eyeglasses on, you walk outside, and they immediately fog up. You got problems. It gets it gets pretty wild. We've got a absolute house full here this morning, and always mm-hmm. glad to do it. We've got the sheriff's rodeo coming up, coming up today and tomorrow. Is it on Sunday too, Bucky? <laughs> Good Lord willing, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for the rain date. But I tell you what, again, we've got a house full. Bucky, I'm going to turn it off. Sheriff Bucky Rowland is with us. I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to let you start introducing people, and we're going to talk a little bit about this this rodeo. Well, good morning, Middle Tennessee, and thank you for having us, Jim. Um, it's always a pleasure to be here with you, and, and I have uh, some of my best friends that uh, I get to see at least once a year. Once, once but, a year. Uh, but anyway, uh, to my right, I have uh, Jamie. He's going to be uh, our rodeo announcer, second time here. If you want to tell everybody hello. Hello. Good morning to you, Middle Tennessee, and we look forward to seeing you at the greatest show on dirt this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, he, he's fresh off the Little Bridges National Finals, so he's uh, he come in late last night and was dragging a little bit, but he's fired up and ready to go this morning. This is my second year, and this is hands down. I've traveled from the coast of California to South Carolina. This is my favorite destination to come back to to here and, and to, to celebrate with this group. I mean, it's family, it's God, and it's country all in one. And this weekend, we're going to celebrate each one of those individually but at the same time as a big family unit how many per year do you announce last year i was on the road for 42 weekends and so it was a it was a traveling affair but but this this one is highly circled on my calendar so after i left last year i bragged about it for 364 days before (laughs) we're here it's happening as you said you just (laughs) saw us but i'm i'm excited to see the contestants are world class we're going to have Gold buckles walking all over this place. We got future world champions that are going to be coming here. As we talked about just a little bit ago, we got the college. The college professionals are are, are here this weekend because they're now out of season. So the the lineup for our talent and the world class bucking stock, it's it's all going to come together, and and we're gonna we're gonna have a good time tonight. Good. All right, and to, Jamie's right. Uh, the world renowned Bubba Obrey, uh, the owner operator of. Bubba Obrey Rodeo Company. He has uh, been with us now 19 years, and uh, we're blessed to have him. Bucky, I'm going to tell you that if he comes here one more year, we're going to make him a regular oh, on, uh, regular yeah. staff on the inside middle An honorary Tennessee. member. Yeah, honorary <laughs> member. He's been here enough I've times. got a key to the front door. Yeah. You know, I was here first. Well, you morning. should have. <laughs> you know, if not, you got something that could break down through that yeah, front that, door pretty quick. True. That's true. You know. And that's, so we always look forward to being here. You know, at the rodeo here in Murray County, it's a it's a highlight for us every year to come and, and be a part of it for 19 years. It's it's really been great. Tell us a little bit about your small bucking stock that you bring in here. Uh, we I bring the horses and the bulls, and uh, the you know we've got some award winning stock with the horses and uh, the bulls. We've we've had the uh, in the International Professional Rodeo Association. We've got. Uh, the bulls and that, and for the last in the last six years, we have won the honor of Bucking Bull of the Finals and Bucking Bull of the Year four times out of the last six years. Wow! So we're pretty we're pretty excited about well, our what livestock. little bitty bull do you have with us? Oh, uh, we've around. got the one we call Stagecoach Slinger, and he he's <laughs> he has uh, he's won the <laughs> international finals uh, rodeo there in Guthrie, Oklahoma, 
two years. I got to ask you, how much does he weigh? He's he's heavier than us. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's bigger than we are. Well, I guess sure? he weighs. Did seven. everybody in this room? Yeah, sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. Good pounds. lord! But they're caddy. I mean, caddy. Um, not just the are power. You, but are you saying they're light on their feet? They are absolutely. Uh, and when you're up close and personal with them, I mean, it's amazing what they, what type of athletes these uh, these bulls and bucking horses, what type of athletes they are. Wow, that's pretty slick. It is. Uh, and, and it is. It's impressive to talk about 19 years. And, of course, I don't want to uh, downsell the 19th year, but, man, we're excited about the 20th year as well. You know, you brought it up. Uh, we've been in discussion, started last year. I mean, every year we want to do something special, and uh, this one's going to be bigger and better, and we're looking forward already to, to year 20. So, uh, But anyway, to announce our folks, uh, to continue on, uh, a, a great platinum sponsor, uh, he is now with our third year as our platinum sponsor, uh, Mr. Ben Harness of Harness LLC. He's with us this morning as, as well. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Glad to sponsor uh, the events here and uh, what you're doing with the uh, SROs and where the money's going from the funds that are received and how that benefits our community. You know, at Harness, we build people and move dirt, and that we're all in alignment with that. Bucky, you say all the time, you know, we're going to leave things better than we found it. And when you talk about the 20th year, it's going to be better than the 19th year. You know, it's not a competition about who came before you. It's a competition of how can you be better tomorrow? How can you be better the next day? And uh, to align with you guys and and all pull in the same direction. And uh, Jamie, now I get to see you from time to time in the little britches and uh, watching you do that. And the way you pour into those kids and you make it special for every run. You know, there's special songs and their last names and, and you go a lot of places and it's just dead and Jamie just makes every every competitor feel special. Uh, my daughter's one of them that, you know, there's just, you just make it special and uh, Bubba bringing the stock and the amount of work that is and taking care of that, we really, really appreciate that and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to pull this off and uh, it's a big, big community event here. Great. i tell you what, uh, you know, when, you, when they, y'all talk about Building people and moving dirt. You didn't know it's move. You're moving dirt by slinging bodies all over. The ground, <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, how many miles, Bubba, do you you run a year on on your vehicles? You got to change them out about every six months. No, sir. I, well, you can't afford that now. We have to keep fixing them, but we get we fix them pretty regular. But we, uh, I do about fifteen rodeos a year. You know, throughout the southeast. And uh, we we stay on the road, you know, all all spring and summer long into the fall. And that we look, we kind of we enjoy it, but we look forward to the winter. And now that I'm, <laughs> now that I'm getting a little older, I look forward to it a little more. But this rodeo here in in Murray County, this is a measuring stick rodeo. There's people all over the southeast that look at this rodeo and see what they do here, the way they do it, and they use. A lot of the ideas that we have here, you know, like the shop with a cop and the things that the the sheriff does, you know, to help the community and work with the community. And uh, the program, I'll go to a rodeo in uh, Moulton, Alabama, and they'll call me and want me to come over there. And I'll take the program from Murray County and show them this is what you can do. Yeah. This is how you build your rodeo. This, you know, it's it really is. It's a measuring stick rodeo that, and everybody in the southeast, they look. This is a, this is one of the best rodeos, you know, in the country. But it's definitely one of the top 
rodeos in the southeast. That's great. It, it, it absolutely starts with the small business right here in Murray County and the connection that we have with our people at the Murray County Sheriff's Department going out, building those relationships with small business. And they make this rodeo possible. I mean, it, that's why we have been so successful is small business and just the citizens stepping up and coming out and supporting. It's just money changing hands uh, 365 days of the year. You know, we go out, uh, ask these folks that, that have great businesses in this community that's invested in it, and, you know, they support us. We put on a great uh, uh, program and, and all with Bubba Obrey, uh you know, being the spearhead of that. And then we, we take and disperse uh, all of uh, our hard work. We disperse it back out to our youth in, in our community, started our deputy project and, and everything else. Of course, our shop with the cop and Thanksgiving baskets. It's just amazing uh, what we've been able to do. Uh, Bucky, one thing, that, and I'd be remiss if we didn't do this, we hadn't told anybody about times and money and what all's going on out there. So I'm going to let you t- kind of tell us. When does it start? How much does it cost? You know, all the good particulars that a lot right. of people out there want to know about. Well, of course, it's it's very family-friendly, and uh, we want to, to keep it as, the cost as low as we can, even though we had a $5 increase this year. Uh, pre-sale tickets, uh, you can pick them up uh, through until the event starts today uh, at Murray Farmers Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply or stop by the uh, Murray County uh, Sheriff's Office and, and go into reception. Uh, it's $15 pre-sale. It's $20 at the gate. Uh, gates open at 530. This is per adult. This is per adult. Kids 11 and under, which is unheard of. We've done it, uh, I guess, almost since day one. 11 and under, get in free. Okay. I mean, we don't want people to be taxed with... Uh, if they uh, want to bring the kids out. That, that's right. Uh, they come in with oh, don't, paying Oh, don't worry. They'll eat enough in concessions to make up more than, more for that. Well, once you get in, that's all you pay for is what you eat or, or some uh, rodeo swag, which has uh, one of Bubba's uh, world-famous bulls. Uh, it's on our sweat. We have pullovers, uh, T-shirts, you name it. We have it. But you get in... Uh, you're paid up, I mean, with the exception of your food or what have you. Uh, we have the fun zone for the kids. Uh, they always have a blast. It's in the secondary arena, and uh, it's bounce houses, uh, uh, pony rides. All that's paid for and uh, sponsored. And uh, so that will go on from about 530 till the event starts at 8, and then uh, and then the, it's lights on and uh, the, the fun sparks will fly. Speaking of sparks, it will be immediately following the bull riding, uh, we have a great fireworks show each night, so uh, it, it's just an action-packed night from 5.30 till I don't know, 11 o'clock when we yeah, get out of there. Yeah. And then Slack uh, picks up after that, uh, and it's a rodeo after the rodeo. It is, and this year we've got more contestants than we've ever had. We've got we've got uh, almost three hundred and something contestants entered in a rodeo this year. Really? And, and so it's uh, there's sixty eight teams of team ropers. That many people and, want to get busted up. <laughs> they obviously, they obviously they, they do. This, they know this is the place to, and they're hitting the edges right now. As the first timer last year, y'all better come hungry. They got some of the best concession stands I have ever seen. Come in here, come here, Bender early. Alley. But get here early. Last year, I took a video. With an hour to go still left, and the stands were almost full, and everybody was smiling and happy. But the competition this year is going to be so high. But but they've got vendors all around too, so there's a lot to do before you get there. So if you get there at five thirty, there's a lot of things going on for the kids and for this is it's it's fully supplied. Okay, so yeah. the gates open at what time? Five thirty. Okay, and and when does the competition start? The actual rodeo. Um, 8 p.m. It'll be eight o'clock. Uh, 
a national anthem uh, grand entry. It'll begin at 8 o'clock. And, of course, uh, with Ben Harness uh, being our platinum sponsor, and we have other sponsors as well, there'll be a, uh, heavy equipment parked all over. The kids come out, check it out. D- adults as well, they can go spend some of this money at, at these small businesses and buy them a new track hoe or bulldozers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I was thinking about what you just said. You know, you're sitting there talking. You can't eat. You don't have. You don't have time to probably. Uh, from five thirty to eight o'clock, we're talking about sponsors, but we're sneaking stuff in because it it's that good. I mean, it's the rodeo will last about two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, and then then there'll be a, just a short break, and then we'll have the fireworks show immediately following. So that'll be uh, that would be around ten thirty. Yes, sir. Ten thirty, the fireworks show uh, show will start, and then uh, as long as it as long as Bucky keeps lighting the firecrackers, we'll be we'll be there. And and it doesn't matter about the weather. We're gonna have a rodeo. Oh, good. But the weather's gonna be great. Just oh, it is fire. tonight. Yes, sir. It's just yeah. you know if if you get a knife, you can cut through the air yes. a little bit. And, and well, welcome sure. to the south. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We we all complain, but we're all still here, and we we should be used to it by now. Well, you know, it could be Louisiana or Southern Mississippi. Yes, it could. Yeah. And you, you think it's humid here? You go down there. You can't breathe down there. You cannot breathe. No. You know, a little business about somebody threw a wet blanket over you when you walk out the door. That, <laughs> that'd be about right. question I got for you, Bubba, is that uh, if your animals are like my dogs, yes, when sir. those fireworks go off, do you got to put earplugs in them? No, sir. They don't now, bother, they don't bother now them my all. dogs go crazy during the fireworks <laughs> show. But my horses and bulls stand there and look and go like, What's the big thing? It's not, you know, somebody said, well, what are you going to do with the animals? I said, I'm not going to do nothing with them. They'll be standing right there when it's, when the, when it's over with. It's all part of evolution because they, you know, they had put up with lightning and storms and everything else. Right. It, it, I mean, bother. they, it bothers us. It doesn't bother them. That is pretty remarkable. All right, Ben, how many pieces of equipment are you going to drag out there? I think we've got six or seven out no. there. So I bet the little kids will just eat that up. Oh, yeah, we're all just little kids. We just never grew up, and our toys just got bigger. So uh, come out, get on them, climb in and out of them. There won't be any keys in them, so we uh, won't be moving them around. But uh, come on out, yeah. check them out. All right, T. Willie. There's something special, I believe, for the first 100 kids that show up under 11, is there not? Yes, sir. We we have a, a cowboy, cowgirl hat for uh, the first 100 right. kids to come through. And uh, so we'll be passing those out. And we'll uh, we'll have some other little gifts that we'll be passing out or throwing up into the stands throughout the night. So you just uh, come out and have a great time. And come hungry because that Vendor Alley, uh, we have some of the best food trucks in the southeast that will be there. A lot, of, a lot of them right here in Murray County. And, uh, of course, we've, we've started putting out our picnic tables so you can sit down, spread it out, and don't have to worry about going up into the bleachers and trying to eat, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. So uh, it, yeah. it's it's just uh, a family fun night. Yeah. Yeah. The, the entertainment as well. We've got seven-time funny man of the year this year, Mike Wentworth. So get ready to laugh. It's going to be a family environment, but you'll laugh, and his wife is going to be out there, and you're going to see one of the most beautiful, spectacular horse training slash performing events you'll ever see so family-wise it's going to be from not just the rodeo aspect but the entertainment aspect as well for your for your entire package of the family you know i forgot all about the the guy that gets out there and risks his life to save the rider <laughs> you know? and they brought in the best this year yeah. cool you know so t willie how do you want to do that just uh, go ahead and announce it and uh, we'll give uh, jim coach james dickinson's phone number We've got two pair of uh, two pairs of tickets, if you will, 
to the rodeo that they've been kind enough to donate, and uh, we're going to give them away right now. You can co- call Coach James Dickinson at 931-446-2028. That's 931-446-2028. And we got uh, two sets of tickets, so give Coach a call, and uh, the first people to get a hold of them are going to get the tickets. It's the hottest ticket in town right there. There you go. Just That's go right. ask Coach. <laughs> I like the way T. Willie was cutting his eyes over over Coach James and going, I hope I got that number right. I've only said it a million times, so I think I know. <laughs> yeah, thank by this time. All right. We gotta we gotta take a break. Uh Bucky, uh, again, announce the times and the money and the prices and, and we'll we'll take a break. Gates open five thirty, event starts at eight, um, fun zone between five thirty and eight, and then uh Fireworks immediately following. You can go and pick up a pre-sale ticket uh, at Murray Farmers Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply for $15, uh, $20 at the gate. This is Friday night and Saturday night. Yes, sir. And if you buy a ticket, it's good for either night. Uh, If you pick it up, if something was to come up tonight and couldn't make it until tomorrow night, you're good to go tomorrow night. Good deal. It's not yeah. good for both. It's just good for either. But yeah, <laughs> get, get there early. Yeah, yeah I'm get glad you early. made that made that uh, distinction right yes, there. Yes, sir. Folks, we're up against the break. We got to pay a few bills, and we always appreciate y'all coming in here and being with us. We look forward to the next 360. Number twenty. Yeah, number num- twenty. Num- number twenty. We might give you a gold star, <laughs> hey, something like that. I would take it. You know. All right, folks. We'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. One of our objectives at Caledonian Financial is to impact our clients and friends in a positive manner. Whether it's a friendly voice, a smile and a wave as you walk past our office, or supporting our community, the Caledonian team is actively involved through our memberships in Kiwanis, Rotary, Murray Alliance Circle of Excellence, volunteering in Boy Scouts and 4-H, serving on a variety of boards and more. We stay connected to Murray County. This is Daisy Cook with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Rodeo time in Murray County, the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30 and the show starts at 8. As always, kids 11 and under get in free. We have free pony rides, petting zoos, face painting, balloons, and bounce houses, all in our spectacular kids' zone. We have cowboys and cowgirls from all over the United States. Fireworks show immediately after the main event bull riding. Pre-sale tickets are $15 and can be purchased at United Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply. Or at the gate, they're $20. All brought to you by Harness LLC, where we build people that move dirt. Again, the 19th Annual Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30. Show starts at 8. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee on Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee. You know, the sheriff's folks, it, that's so much fun. Oh, it is. It's all—it's always a pleasure. It's always, uh, I tell you, Sheriff, Sheriff Roland is an amazing person for this community, and he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But those, yeah. those guys are, I mean, those guys are good. They do. They do a really nice public service uh, mm-hmm. for the community, and it's always good to kind of to, to see them every year. And it seems like it just rolls around in no time at all. It does. It seems like it's about 365 days or so. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, something like that. Anyway, we kind of got our regulars back in here. The Hickmans are all in Florida. Sarah Elizabeth and her mother, yep. they're all having a big time. We wish them well, and uh, we look forward to having them back next week. Absolutely. But we do, T. Willie, have have Representative Scott Sapicki in here, mm-hmm. and we have the famous Colonel. The Colonel. The Colonel. And coach. And not of, Sanders, either. Yeah. Of, of, of the Whitthorn Middle School team. Thank goodness. Coach James Dickinson has decided that he would uh, grace us with his presence 
this round. The only thing he's got to say is roll tide. Most definitely roll tide. It'll be here soon, Scott. You know, in a, in a big way. So, what else is going on, folks, in the community right now? So, middle school, high school football is back in full swing. It's full swing. Full swing. Uh, preparing for the football season. Average uh, first starting date for a game, like third week of August? Actually, we play our first game August 5th this year. Because you're middle school. Middle school, right. But middle school starts later, but high school normally is like the third week in August. It is. Uh-huh. Some of that. And so, um, uh, hope springs eternal. Uh, everybody, everybody, everybody starts over. We're all everybody's zero and zero with the chance of going to a Chattanooga for the championship. Everybody's undefeated right now. That's right. Um, you know, pretty decent year, year last year in Murray County. Uh, we had Mount Pleasant making the playoffs. We had Central making the playoffs. Central didn't make the playoffs. Did they make the playoffs? No, sir. No. Oh. Well, okay. Spring Hill didn't make the playoffs. And, and we had uh, Columbia County make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So this year, uh, I would assume that we have a new head coach over at Central. We do. How's that going over there? Very well, Coach Goff. Of course, you know, uh, tremendously great guy, community guy here. They had a banner year, banner career at Central High School, and then went to Tennessee Tech. Had a banner five years there, and he's got a good staff out there compiled. And numbers are up this year. A lot of excitement. I've been out there several times and watched, and I think we'll have a great season at Central. Wonderful. And you're back to the old region, I believe. We are. Back with the old Tullahomas, uh, Shepherdsville, Franklin County, Lawrence County, Spring Hill. So, yes, back in the old old region. Good. And then um, we have Mount Pleasant still trying to build on the year they had last year. Yeah, Mount Pleasant had a great year last year. And continue on from there. And then uh, Spring Hill trying to get things to ship right it up there. Um, Struggling with a little bit of numbers. But, you know, when Mm. when you struggle like you do on the football field, it's tough to convince those fringe players to come out to play football. It is. It is. Football, let me tell you something, I, and I, I played most sports. Football is hard to prepare for. It is. It's hard to prepare for. It's nothing, it's nothing like baseball or basketball. It's not for the faint of heart. It's the physicality of it every day. It's, it's, it's relying on 10 other people on the football field to do their job because if you have one or two people break down, I remember in college sitting there listening to the football coaches on any given play, if two people miss their assignments, the chance of success of that play goes way down. Right. It's so mental, physical, emotional. You see all that within a 15, 20-minute period anytime you turn around. And you can do everything right and still lose. You can. And still lose. You know, mm-hmm. um, And so it's, it's like you know, in tennis you can overpower your opponent one-on-one. In football, it's 11 people having to do everything right on every play. And when they execute it right, it is beautiful to watch. It is. I mean, when, when, when you sit there as a coach, especially if you're in the press box, and a play is called and you see it performed perfectly – or a defensive stunt with a blitz done perfectly, and you see the results for it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. But, boy, it doesn't happen often. Otherwise. It doesn't happen often. It's the Keystone Cops. Well, well, no, it's it's not that. It's just somebody takes a misstep somewhere, somebody slips somewhere, and somebody comes through. It's it's, It's a very difficult sport. And, unfortunately, Scott, you know this. You've been around this sport all your life, too, but... You know, you can do all that right so many times, but at the end of the night, their Joes was better than your Moes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just boils down to that sometimes and some luck. So, um, Columbia Academy, uh, looking to build on what they did last year. Um, it's going to come down to health, making sure everybody stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, physicality, they should be one of the biggest teams in the region. Uh, offensive line, as you know, you've seen my boys and other boys that are there. They're going to be very big. Uh, Monte Baldwin, running back, coming back for his, his third year, rushed for a thousand yards the last two years. 
uh, Connor Ross in the quarterback. You know, you keep Connor healthy, and we've got we picked up about ten more kids who can play, so that gives us the elusive depth. But uh, we'll see. I mean, you got to go out there and play on Friday nights, and sometimes on Thursdays. Most and, definitely. And, and so it could be very exciting this year in Murray County. Hopefully, we can get one team or. How about two teams going to Chattanooga to play for a, a That'd state be awesome. championship? That'd be awesome. You know, and mm-hmm. then uh, have maybe the station go down there to Chattanooga and broadcast those games to, for the people back there in Murray <laughs> County. Yep, you never know. You never know. If they there, we'll be there. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Scott, y'all got some uh, Columbia Academy has got some payback due on some folks that, that uh, beat on them a little yeah. bit last year. It's yeah. going that that will be fun to have, get a little revenge. Well, I mean, you, you know, you look at the level that Columbia <laughs> plays at. That Division Two One A is the smallest private school division there is, but Columbia is one of the biggest private schools in that division, population wise. Um, and so uh, everything seems to be lining up for Columbia Academy with their personnel, uh, second year of, of a defensive scheme, and that helps, Coach, you know that. It does. Uh, and then kind of going to that Tennessee offense, uh, that fast-paced, no-huddle, uh, quick hitting down the field, and as long as you keep getting the first downs, it's very, it's very productive. Um, if you don't get the first downs, then you put your defense in a bad spot because unlike in, in college, in high school, most of your best players are going both ways. Yes. Whereas, you know, in college you got your offensive guys resting on the sideline or defensive guys resting on the sideline. And when you're playing football in August, it doesn't take long to get tired. Yeah. And so if you don't have the depth, you can get yourself in trouble. But as long as you get the first downs, you put the other team in a bad spot because their best players are going both ways. That's right. And if you're going to get tired, you might as well get tired on offense because that means you got the ball. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, a lot of stuff going on college football now starting to get ramped up. Uh, looking towards the finish line here coming up with the, the kickoff. Expectations are extremely high on Rocky Top this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say if they had a season where they dropped down to maybe nine or eight wins, it'd be a big disappointment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be expected now uh, to compete with Georgia, with Georgia losing a lot of their star players. Uh, there's an opportunity there. Um, South Carolina's not going to be. Excuse me. South Carolina is going to be a good football, a, a good football team. Florida, we don't know yet. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, Kentucky is always it, it always plays them tough. Vanderbilt's going to rebuild another year, but with the second year with the coach. Right. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure, coach, there's a a flyer down there in Tuscaloosa locker rooms with uh, some goalposts being carried off and thrown into the river. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Coach Saban will have his Crimson Tide. Ready to play when when the Volunteers come to Alabama this year? No, oh, they most definitely. That'd be a great game again. Anytime Tennessee and Alabama plays, this is always tremendously great competition, great camaraderie, and just great rival. And it was and the game last year. I mean, if you look at it, Tennessee dominated the first half. Alabama dominated the second half. Uh, Alabama missed a field goal late in the game to put the pressure on Tennessee. Sure did. And then one of the most ugliest field goals I've ever seen kicked as a kicker in my life somehow got across the crossbar. That's and, from a kicker, folks. And, and, Who knows? And Tennessee <laughs> won the game, right? And so yep. I think this is going to be that it would, it would be really good to see a high-quality, very competitive, tight game in Tuscaloosa this year. Now, I know Tennessee fans or Alabama fans would like a blowout. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, it's not, not going to happen. And then uh, next year, um, we give birth to two new programs in the SEC with Texas and Oklahoma joining the fray. That'd be big time. And they're both big, big time pro- programs. Big programs, big money. 
Um, you know, the SEC continues to grow, and the following, and that year also, when Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC, USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten. It's amazing. So I, I think what we're headed to is probably probably two, maybe three super conferences, and then everybody else will be the rest. Imagine the miles miles that they log traveling oh. USC and all them. How about this? Well, they, they, they just they literally buy a plane. Well, here's the Have problem. To. Think about think about a USC, Southern California, yeah. right? When they're playing in November in Southern California, it's probably 75, 80 degrees. How about they have to hop on a plane in November and go to Happy Valley in Pen- in Pennsylvania in November? I'm thinking about going to Minnesota. Or Minnesota. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. Be, Iowa. Michigan. I mean, that's going to mm-hmm. be some very tough, tough transitions for those athletes to make. Astronomical amount of miles they're going to travel. Oh, yeah. And, and then the time changes, you know, you're going through two time zones. And if you go to Penn State, you're going through to three, three uh, time zones. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Mountain, time Central, zone. and Eastern. That's you know, right. the time zone issue, I, I, It'll be tough. until you just mentioned it, I did not think about it. But that is, that so, as much as anything and, would, would mentally would just wear on you. Well, and the big thing is the Big Ten now is also courting Stanford and Washington. Mm-hmm. So what you're probably going to end up seeing is a super conference, <clears> the, uh, the old Pac-10 and the old Big Ten we'll probably do some type of mass merger, and you'll have a Big Ten West and a Big Ten East. Yeah, we have. Well, and I, th- and I think the, the remnants <coughs> of those teams will probably go to the uh, Big 12. Po- possibly, or the Mountain West. I mean, there'll be some smaller conferences, and it's going to be all the haves and have-nots, right? And so we'll see what happens yeah. with college football. But, and uh, you, aren't they, at the, not this year, but next year, going to a 12-game playoff system? Yes. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. It will yeah. be. Yeah. Coach, uh, I'll tell you that this past week uh, I was lucky to go on a golf trip, and I went down to Auburn, Alabama. Wow. And we did tour the campus, went around the campus. In fact, one of the guys that we played with is a guy named John Miller who was called out of re- – he's 55 years old, basically called out of retirement by Hugh Freeze to come be his associate athletic director, and I think it's director of football operations, which basically just means he's kind of a catch-all. Whatever whatever he freeze needs done, he's just kind of the guy that's going to go out there and do it. But uh, we went around the Auburn campus and saw what they have done around Jordan-Hare and the new practice facilities. It is unbelievable the amount of money that they have pumped into that building some state-of-the-art, fantastic stuff. And I say that to say this. It's not necessarily to pump up Auburn so much, but everybody in SEC, with the exception of maybe Vanderbilt, but everybody in SEC is that way now. I mean, I, there's no telling how much money Alabama and Tennessee and Georgia and Florida have put into those programs, building facilities and, and things like that. One of the funny things that he told us, he said, they built this indoor practice facility, and they've got all these rooms. Here's the quarterback room, and here's this facility for the wide receivers, and this is where they're going to do it. And he said, the kicking coach came up to him and said, well, we don't have anywhere where our kickers can kick. And he said, yeah, you do, just right there in the field. He said, we're going to bust out windows. He goes, no. He said, you see those upper windows up there? He goes, yeah. It's now bulletproof glass. Just go ahead and kick into it. It just bounced right off of them. <laughs> you know? I mean, and Lord knows what that cost. No kidding. Know? Oh, yeah, the, the whole thing. Think about another thing y'all were talking about and talking about Columbia Central. Uh, Tradarius Goff, and I think everybody knows him as Trey D. Right. You know, 
Trey D, when uh, when they went to the – and I guess they won the champ. They did win. They were runner-up one year at Columbia Central. Oh, nine runners-up, 2010, won it. Yeah, and won it. And I think he he was the, a player 2010. Right. If right. He's the only guy that I've ever heard of in the Blue Cross – Blue Shield Bowl for the championship game. He's the only person I've ever known, Scott, that was named the defensive and the offensive most valuable player in the game. Hmm. Sure was. Yeah, that's that's how good. A, that's how big a stud he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was the real deal. He was. He's is resilient. Yeah. All right, folks, we're up against a break, and I promise you, just wait a few minutes. Listen to the messages, and we'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown columbia securities and investment advisory services offered through nbc securities incorporated member finra and sipc gypsy kings featuring torino baliardo return to nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane the gypsy kings will be performing their greatest hits november 4th at tpac andrew jackson hall For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through toninobaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee. We got a, before we go to Scott, we got a couple of things we want to talk about. Uh, T. Willie, what we got on uh, coming up here in, in Columbia other than just the rodeo? Uh, the 12-year-old State Little League Tournament is in Columbia. We're the host this year. Uh, first, it kicks off uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. in uh, Columbia, the whole school. Uh, host team, I should say, they will be playing the defending uh, runner-up for the national title, Nolensville team, uh, who made it through, uh, got past Goodlitzville in their uh, district, and so Columbia and Nolensville will kick off the event tomorrow at 10, and it runs all the way through till the 20th, which is next Thursday, I think is a championship game, so going to be live. If you want to see some great, great Little League baseball, come by uh, the American Park over there. Trust me, you're going to see some great kids. Well, my understanding is Nolansville has not had much of a drop-off, folks. They, they're, they are about as good as they were, if not better, than last year, and they may wind up going to the Little League World Series and taking it. And they have a girl playing on the team this year. Yep, she pitches, uh, plays, I can't remember her other position, but, uh, yeah, they're uh, – some of the kids were 11-year-olds who actually went to the World Series last year as part of the team and actually participated. One of the pitchers uh, pitched in the World Series last year. So, uh, yeah, they're a good team. Uh, they're very well coached. Uh, they got a lot of support from Vanderbilt University. And if you've ever seen Vanderbilt's black uniforms with the white stripes, that's what they wear. They, they're, it's amazing to well, see that team. Folks, I'll sit here and tell you it's over there at the, is Bungle West Park. Yes, over, it is. Over, uh, Murray County Park. Yeah, yep. close to Murray County Park. Mm-hmm. The stands, Nolansville rolls up their sidewalks. They do. And they do. everybody comes to that ball game, those ball games. And let me tell you, folks, it's going to be a full house over there. And, uh, you and have just, a hard time getting a seat. And just so you know, we will be broadcasting uh, that first game on 103.7, Lou and I, starting at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Cool, cool. Coach, I want to ask you one thing real quick. Sure. Uh, with Thorn Middle School. Yes, sir. You know, one of the I thought one of the most brilliant things that you did a couple of years ago was that you got kind of a local middle school association kind of put together. Right. Because it helps the gate and the kids all know each other. And cuts just, the travel time. Yeah, and it cuts the travel time. Uh, I take it that is still going on? It is. It is. It's, it's, we're excited about it this year. And uh, like I said, we'll play our first game August 5th. That's two weeks before any other junior high kicks off. It's a kickoff classic, a border battle between Giles County and uh, Murray County. And where will it be played? Be out at Murray County Park, uh, kickoff 6 o'clock. Uh, and what day is that of the August week? 5th. That's Saturday evening. Okay. Saturday evening. Most of all junior high games are played on Thursday night. 
I mean, a Tuesday night this year. Last year's Tuesday night, but uh, we'll play a Saturday night game, then we'll follow up a Thursday night game, and then we have an off week, and then a regular season starts. You know, has your uh, has your starting lineups are they kind of pretty much formed? Are you still kind of working through some of that? Oh no, 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 it's not. Nobody's got a starting position as of today. Uh, we'll we'll probably uh, have that up and going by next two weeks hoping by the end of next week but uh you know they could still competing for uh, the number one spots and uh we got about 42 strong this year or so uh, and uh but we're we're, we're working are, are y'all right now is Whitthorn? are y'all doing practices or just workouts practices right now the first three days of helmets only uh, first and then now we in segregate into shoulder pads until today then monday we'll go full pads and kids learning pretty good so yeah far. they are and, and we the uh, mother nature has been kind to us it ain't been in that 100 degree mark 98 degree mark it's been mild week of practice it ain't been super hot and, uh, Except for today. <laughs> well, I mean, even today it's overcast, and when you get that 98 degree with the sun shining, it just zaps you out pretty quick. But we've been blessed all week with the weather, and uh, and I'm looking next week it ain't going to be too awful bad either. Cool. That, well, that's good. It is. Scott, it is 8.50. You got 10 minutes. I know the state has absolutely nothing going on, so you're probably bored at the moment. No. Uh, <laughs> first of all, we all know what happened with the Flyers this week, and, mm-hmm. and we are going to – I mean, we're going to condemn that action. We will not stand for that. Well, arrests have been made. That's arrests. So they figured it out. Well, I wanted. I hope we all thank Sheriff Rowland and his staff and the Columbia Police Department mm-hmm. for their quick reaction to this and tamping this down very quick. This is not a representative of our community. Uh, they do not stand for what we stand for. Uh, we are welcoming to everybody. Uh, we believe that everybody lives under the same Constitution, has the exact same rights, and so we will do everything we can to protect those rights. Uh, we will look at uh, TCA code, state law, and make sure that we strengthen and protect our not only our houses of worship but all places to make sure that people don't do things like this in the, fu- in the future and strengthen the laws on uh, criminal trespass and hate crimes. So we're already, we already got staff looking into that to making sure that uh, we can uh, send a message to people that this type of, this type of uh, attitude and this type of belief will not be tolerated, not only here in Murray County but across the state of Tennessee and our country. So th- thank you to everybody who's been involved with that. Second of all, we have the governor has released his uh, nuclear energy co- uh, committee. Uh, we are looking at nuclear energy in Tennessee, and uh, we are going to start looking into possibly building another nuclear f- a nuclear facility here in Tennessee. How many do we have now? I, I think we I think we have one. Yeah, Watts Bar, we, Oak Ridge. Or? No, it's Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge. What Watts Bar is a, is coal fired. Okay. But but I think we have one. I could be confused because there's so many on our borders right now. But um, uh, we are looking into that and, and providing nuclear energy. The problem that there always is with nuclear energy is the byproduct and the waste of how you, how you dispose of it. And so uh, that is the main task of this committee is if we do d- uh, go with, with a nuclear power plant, how are we going to get rid of the, the, the waste? And we've got people from Oak Ridge which is some of the greatest minds in the world working on this solution to come up with something for us. Yeah. And if we can crack this egg and figure out how to handle the, the nuclear waste in a safe way and not mm-hmm. hurt the environment, I think that is on the cutting edge of technology. So we'll be looking forward to seeing what they, what they get back. Um, also, uh, the money for our SROs has been start, It's after July 1st, so the new budget year has happened. The grant program is in the process. I wanted to uh, hopefully tweak uh, Sheriff Roland while he's here making sure that Murray County does apply for that SRO grant money so we can add 
another layer of protection mm-hmm. on top of the SROs we already have in Murray County to our school system and maybe maybe uh, create intervention teams that can go and visit schools, community relations, things like that, and also go into our schools and make look for contraband, look for drugs, stuff like that. Uh, and so we're really excited about that. We are very concerned right now. Uh, you know, the Covenant shooting happened in Metro Nashville, and Metro Nashville has basically said their superintendent that they are not going to put SROs in their elementary schools. And so that has, being a, being a chairman of education, that has us very concerned. Uh, and so we will be having meetings with them probably over the next couple of weeks for them to explain their actions on why they don't want to provide that extra layer of protection for their for their children. I can't quite figure that one out, uh, the I, reasoning. That's just since the money is there. Well, the money is provided by the state 100%. Yeah. So all you got to do is find the people to do it. And I think if you – and it will be challenging at first, right? Mm-hmm. But I think there will be enough people seeing this, and they're going to want to get into this line of field because an SRO is a sheriff's deputy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not someone that like kind of goes to – it is a sheriff's deputy. Trained that, that, as that, such. That answers to the sheriffs that could become that, – that could transfer to a patrolman immediately. Goes to police academy. The, the whole thing. And so um, we're going to have to get an, ex, an explanation from Metro National about why they're not going to protect their children. You know, Scott, the thing mm-hmm. about that is that, you know, as if you remember kids – you know, all, and I'm thinking about little boys as much as anything, but, you know, if you ask them if they're in the first or second grade, maybe third, said, what do you mm-hmm. want to be when you grow up? I swear to you, 50% of them would say either a fireman or a policeman. Mm-hmm. And so well, it, 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 you would think that they, they would, you would. You would hope they would. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think, I think they still do. And, well, but I, the thing about it is having a sheriff's deputy in there, they would think would be so cool mm-hmm. to have. Not only would it provide protection, but it's a role model. Well, and that's that's a big thing at that young age. Them having a a police officer, if you will, in their schools who would be very friendly, it's someone they can look up to. It, it gives them a positive attitude toward the police. You if, know, you, you know, when you at see, an early age, you're right. When you see a lot of these kids and their interaction with the police is when the police are coming for their mom and dad. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we've got to change that dynamic where instead of running from police officers, mm-hmm. these kids run to them yeah. for, for protection, exactly for right. help. Mm-hmm. And so we've, it's a dynamic we've got to change. And if you don't do it early, then you set and die. You cast in, in these kids' minds that the, the police are the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we are going to be asking for some detailed explanation. And myself and others will probably be attending their uh, Metro Nashville school board meetings looking for an explanation of if the state's providing the funding for this 100% and all you've got to do is put out the applications. What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> and, and by the way, you're protecting your children. Yeah, no kidding. You're protecting your children. And we saw the consequences at Covenant when you do not have an SRO at the school. We saw the consequences. So uh, we'll keep uh, doing a deep dive on this. Also, all the money in the budget that's been appropriated for highways and roads has now been appropriated, and that money will start to flow down to Murray County. Uh, we put a lot of money into roads and infrastructure, and Murray County was one of the big b- beneficiaries. So, so when is Bear Creek getting four-lined? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that to Hopefully you, Scott. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, if I was governor, I would do everything I can to make that happen. Yeah. But I'm not governor. So, yeah. uh, But we, we will continue to work with TDOT. Um, uh, we are also looking, trying to partner with Williamson County, right, on Highway 31 going north up up to uh, 840. Yeah. 
that could provide some much-needed relief for that area, too. Uh, the Buckner Road Interchange going over to Highway 431, uh, Bear Creek uh, Pike Interchange uh, right on schedule, if, if not ahead of schedule. So things are looking good. Scheduled to be done when? So, so they're, they're telling us the fall if they don't get a problem. I don't think they're going to get a problem uh, so I mean, far. I mean, it looks like they're at a point right now where they have the west side completed. Toward, or, yeah, the west side completed towards us. They've got, looks like, the ramp going northbound ready to go. And it's just that 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 loop around they have on that on that eastbound lane that they got to transform into an, into an exit. And then I think it's paving, and they're good to go, and we'll have the grand opening of it. But uh, a lot of good things happening in Murray County. Uh, uh Mount Pleasant getting their grants they need to continue to grow. Uh, Columbia getting their grants, Spring Hill. So uh, Senator Hensley and I and Representative Capley continue to work the phones up in Nashville to make sure that the the necessary funds and help that Murray County needs, we get. Cool. And so, uh, you know, the experience we have, we know how to navigate that, and we will continue to do our best to make sure Murray County is the best place to work, live, and raise your family. Scott, have you heard anything – at the federal level, about uh, three laning each side of the interstate down to Bear Creek. Yeah, it's in the long. Or, or to, is it going to be to Saturn? Uh, well, first, the first stop will be Saturn Parkway. Yeah, um, that's why they're building the bridge is uh, appropriately at Bear Creek and at um, Buckner mm-hmm. to accommodate the expansion, so you don't have to they don't have to mess with the bridges. So what that's where the big money and big delay is. Yeah, too. If you look at the way they're building the Bear Creek Bridge right now, it'll be three lanes across it on each side. So they're already adding that in. Mm-hmm. So they're preparing for it. Uh, it comes down to money. I mean, you're talking a lot of money to mm-hmm. go all the way from 840 uh, all the way down to Bear Creek, which mm-hmm. is which is probably where it needs to go to. Um, and it comes down to priority, right? And as Southern Middle Tennessee from Brentwood all the way down through Giles County continues to grow and develop. It puts more and more pressure on those interstates. Um, and I drive it all the time. The Nashville Huntsville corridor. And I think you're going to probably see something there. And you know what? I think we need to make a big, you know, and Murray County is in a unique situation with our growth that we need to continue to look for revenue streams that are recurring revenue streams Mm -hmm. that don't add an extra burden to our taxpayers and I think one of the things that we need to reach out to is we need to reach out to this Bucky's Corporation. Oh. I'm telling you. Whoa. And, there see we go. If, and see if we could work on either Bear Creek or on Highway 50 and develop that interchange and put a Bucky's out there. Yeah, I'm, well, think, you, I'm thinking 50 because uh, Bear Creek's already got the big loves and all you. that. Yeah, but you've got to redo that 50 interchange too, though. For the amount of right. revenue. That's that, unbelievable. That, that Bucky. So in Crossville, I talked to Speaker Sexton. I watch my time here. When they put Bucky's in out in Crossville, that Bucky's generated four times the sales tax revenue as the whole county together. Oh, I believe it. You, wow. One place. That's amazing. Four times. If you've ever been to Bucky's, you'll know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Well, I was in the one down right below Athens, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I was in that one. It was amazing the amount of.